Hello, my love. Welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I hope that your Monday or whatever day you're listening to this is off to the most fantastic start. I want to have a conversation, I guess a one-sided conversation with you on this Monday about something that has been a recurring theme in my life and something that I reflected a ton on in preparing for the journey to hear masterclass, which if you missed that, I'm just going to say one more time, you literally missed three hours of absolute gold. I shared 26 lessons that I've learned from 2010 until present day that were relevant to my weight loss, losing 100 pounds multiple times, overcoming binge eating, making peace with my body, starting an online coaching business, scaling to a million dollars, so many different things that I have gone through and achieved in my life, successes, failures, roadblocks, milestones. I reflected on all of it and I pulled out 26 of the most valuable lessons that I learned during that time. And it was so therapeutic for me to reflect. It was so emotional. The masterclass was so powerful. The takeaways have just been absolutely incredible. It's $33. I mean, I think about this a lot. And sometimes I get frustrated, quite honestly, that there are women in my world who are like, I want nothing more than like fill in the blank result. I want nothing more than freedom from binge eating. I want nothing more than to lose weight. I want nothing more than to start a successful business. I want nothing more than fill in the blank. But there are women who are unwilling to invest $30 in three hours of potent, powerful information that could be a jump start for them to achieving what it is that they want. But they're willing to spend $30 on Chick-fil-A for lunch, or they're willing to spend $30 to go to the movies to fall asleep during it and never remember what even happened. You know, it's like, it's frustrating for me sometimes because I know what it feels like to be there to say, I want something so bad, but also not doing the things that I know are going to help me get there. And having overcome that, I'm like, oh, I just want nothing more than for the women in my world to see their true potential and see the power that lives within them and see the opportunities that are literally right in front of them that could be so transformational if they would only just allow themselves to undergo that transformation. And I know that it's hard when you don't trust yourself. And I know that it's hard when you've tried a million things and you've failed a bunch of times. And I know it's hard when you doubt that you'll even continue, or it's like, maybe I'll purchase it and I won't even watch. Like, I know what that feels like, because I've been there a million times in my life. But the thing that I would offer to you, the advice and guidance that I would offer to you is, When is the last time that you actually were led by someone who deeply understood you, where their story resonated with you in such a deep and powerful way where it was like, wow, she sees me and she gets me. And that is truly my superpower with the women who come into my world is I see you because I was you and I am you. The things that you are going through in your life, I know because I've been there and having someone who can be sympathetic to what you're going through and lead you or try and lead you to change is incredible. But having someone who is empathetic and like really sees you and understands you, it's a totally different vibe. It is a totally different experience when you're learning from someone who has been there and them themselves have overcome it and had some of the same self-sabotaging patterns, limiting beliefs, all of the things that can stand in your way they stood in my way too. And I've just learned how to overcome them. And I know how to help you overcome them too. And I 
I just want to see you lean into the opportunities that I know are right in front of you so that you can live the life that you want. So if you did not join the journey to here and you so desire to, the link is still in the show notes of this episode. You can click to register. You will get immediate and lifetime access to the three hour training that I led last week. And it was just, it was so good. One of the themes from the journey to here, and then after I was done the journey to here, I was a guest speaker on one of my clients' mastermind calls. The topic came up again of I'll be happy when. And this is, if you were a part of the journey to here masterclass, I spoke on this many, many, many times because this was a trending theme in my life. For so long, I believed I would be happy when I achieved something outside of myself. So in the beginning, back in 2010, 2011, I only desired to be skinny. Like I only wanted to live in a smaller body. And that was what I thought was going to be the thing that made me happy. I have such vivid memories of conversations that I had with myself. Like once you get down to 175 pounds, this is what's going to be incredible. And this is how amazing life is going to be. And this is what you're going to have. And this is how you're going to feel. And I had this huge belief that when I got to that place physically within my body, I would just be happy. And then once I achieved that, I lost it very quickly and I gained the weight back, but then I achieved it again. And I still realized that even in my smallest body up until 2017, when I got married, when I achieved my lowest weight ever, I still was not happy because of my body. So when I moved on from believing that my body was going to be the thing because I achieved it and I realized like, okay, the body is not the thing that's going to make me happy. My mind immediately went to, so, okay, well then what is going to be the thing that makes you happy? So then I thought it would be living in a nicer apartment. And in 2016, Chris and I moved into a really nice brand new luxury apartment and I found, oh, still not the thing that makes me happy. And then I thought maybe it's going to be marriage and marrying the love of my life. Got married and realized, hey, like he's incredible. He's awesome. He's fantastic, but he doesn't make me happy. He makes me happy in the relationship that I'm in with him, but he doesn't make me love myself. He doesn't make me look in the mirror and just be so in awe and proud of the woman that I am. And then I thought the thing that would make me happy would be a better job. At the time I was working a job where I wasn't getting paid great. There wasn't any, you know, 401k benefits or retirement benefits. And I thought, if I just had a job where I had financial security and it was closer to home and I wasn't commuting, then I would be happy. In 2018, I got that job. I got the job that I wanted so badly, a job that I thought would make me happy. And it did in the short term. It was like, cool, I don't have a commute anymore. And now I know that I have a 401k and that's all fantastic. But at the end of the day, the job didn't make me look in the mirror and love myself, which ultimately is the core of our happiness. If we're going to be happy day in and day out, it's really about the relationship that we have with ourselves. So I had achieved the weight loss. I had achieved the overcoming binge eating. I was living in a nice ass apartment. I had my husband. I had a good job, a shorter commute. Then I got my business and I was like, well, once my business is successful, then I'll be happy. (laughs) And all the while I was starting to catch on to this theme of like, all right, Jessica, it's really not the things outside of you that are going to make you happy. It's really not the things that you get in your life, the milestones that you achieve, the accomplishments that you have. It's really not about those things. And my mind was catching on, but there was still a part of me that was like, well, 
I'm not really sure. Like I still think, I still think that there could be something outside of me that could be the thing that makes me happy. And then my business blew up and I was making more money than I ever could have imagined, 50, 60, 70,000 dollars a month. And I was like, "Uh, this is still not the thing that's going to make me happy." And then I was looking around in the online space and I saw coaches making six-figure months, which means $100,000 a month. And I was like, "Oh my gosh." That looks like it's bright and shiny. That looks like the new object. That looks like the new object that could be the thing that makes me happy. Maybe, 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 maybe. And I went on this quest of like, I have to have 100K months. And to be quite honest with you, I made myself miserable on that journey. And that was when I finally realized if $90,000 a month doesn't make you happy, $100,000 a month surely is not going to. And all of these things, these stories that you've been telling yourself that these things outside of you are going to be the thing that makes you happy. It's just, it's a false narrative. And it's a story that you have to stop telling yourself. And it took me a really long time to get to this place where I deeply wholeheartedly like in the being of who I am believe now that nothing outside of me can be the thing that makes me happy. And I still see so many women in my world, because they don't yet have what they think is going to be the thing that makes them happy, it's hard for them to actually believe that it won't make them feel different. But from my experience, being a woman who has achieved everything that she has wanted up until this point, none of it changed the way that I felt permanently. Maybe for a couple of seconds, it changes the way that you feel, or maybe in brief moments throughout the course of the day, it changes how you feel, but it doesn't permanently change your emotional compass. It doesn't permanently change the mood that you're in. And what's so important, especially if you're a woman who believes that her body is going to be the thing that makes her happy, the weight loss looking different, the feelings that you have within yourself about yourself, they do not come from your body. Your feelings come from your mind and your perception and the lens in which you see life through. So why are we holding on to this idea or this belief that a lower number on the scale or a smaller size clothes or a tinier body is going to be the thing that makes you happy? If we can't learn to be happy and fulfilled, and we're going to talk about happiness in and of itself in a minute, but if we can't learn to be happy and fulfilled in what we have now by working on the relationship that we have with ourselves, the language that we use, the way we speak to ourselves, the way that we treat ourselves, the conversations that we participate in, our our perspective of being grateful and feeling abundant, if we can't improve that relationship now, and we're hating ourselves, and we're tearing ourselves down, and we're telling ourselves, I'll just be happy when I get to this other place. What do you think happens? When you do something consistently, what happens? It becomes a habit. If you're continually hating yourself and telling yourself, I'll be happy when, guess what's going to happen? That dynamic is going to become a habit. So when you get to the place where you thought you wanted to be, guess what's going to happen? you're still going to be hating yourself and thinking you'll be happy somewhere else. I have probably talked about this here before. I talk about this a lot. I don't want to waste the moments of my life right now here, this moment that is so special that I will never get back. 
I don't want to waste this moment wishing that I was somewhere else. When you tell yourself, I'll be happy when, you're robbing yourself of this moment and the experience of life that is happening now. And when you get in the habit of doing that, it's going to be a continual carrot that you're chasing, right? It's like, oh, well, I get to this next place and I still don't feel the happiness. So maybe I'll be happy when I get to the next place or I achieve the next thing or I get the next milestone. Maybe I'll be happy then. And you will continue to convince yourself. I convinced myself for a decade nearly that I would be happier when I got somewhere else. And I kept getting to those places and realizing this shit doesn't make me happy. If the way in which you view your life and the conversations that you choose to participate in with yourself aren't ones that make you feel happy and emotionally stable and safe and secure and worthy and validated, what makes you think that a thing outside of you can make you feel that? You can have all of the things. Imagine yourself sitting in a room with literally every single thing that you've wanted It's cool while they're there. It's fun while they're new. But what happens when they go away? Or what happens when the newness wears off? Or what happens when the objects aren't so shiny anymore? Guess who is left to create those feelings within yourself? You are. And do you, for the rest of your life, want to be dependent on something outside of you to make you feel good? No. And it's so easy for us to fall into that. We look to relationships, we look to money, we look to income, we look to job status, we look to clients, we look to social media, likes, followers, comments. We look to objects, cars, houses, purses. We look to all of these things outside of us to make us feel good about ourselves. And they do for a couple of moments. But like everything in life, every feeling that we have, that emotion, that goodness, that happiness, it wears off. And unless we're able to recreate those feelings within ourselves, whether or not we have those things or not, we are always going to be dependent on something outside of us. Do you always want to be dependent on something that is not guaranteed to be there to make you feel the way that you want to feel? No, of course not. I work with some very successful women who have everything that they could want. But yet the happiness that they crave to feel is missing because they're depending on things outside of them to make them feel the way that they want to feel. The happiness that you crave to achieve in your life, it is no one's job to create or give to you or bring to you except for you. But I also want to talk about the idea of happiness. Happiness is just an emotion like any other emotion that is not permanent. We don't feel it and then it exists forever. And while, yeah, it's ideal for most people, it's like, I just want to live a happy life. We all do. But happy does not mean that you don't experience other emotions. Happy doesn't mean that you don't have bad days. Happy doesn't mean that you don't fall off track. Happy doesn't mean that your heart doesn't break. Happy doesn't mean that you don't grieve over loss. Happy doesn't mean that you don't sometimes wish things were different. Happy doesn't mean that your feelings never get hurt. Happy is an emotion that we have the ability to tap into by choosing 
to be happy, by choosing to say, I love my life, by choosing to look around and say, I have everything I need, by choosing to appreciate all that we have instead of looking for everything that we don't. In this life, you are going to see what you are looking for. And what you are looking for is going to make you feel a certain type of way. If what you're looking for isn't making you feel the way that you want to feel, how about you start looking for something else? If you don't yet have something that you want, okay, but can you look around with gratitude for what you do have? Can you choose to focus on what is working or what is already yours or the qualities that you possess that make you an incredible human or the love that you have for yourself? There's so much in this life to be grateful for and appreciative of, but so many of us are caught in this desire for more that we're forgetting to meet it with an abundance of gratitude. Do not forget, like I was talking about a couple of episodes ago, do not forget to meet your desire for more with gratitude because more is tricky. And I know this from my own experience. I have achieved more in my life than I ever dreamed I could possibly achieve. And the more I've achieved, the more I want. (laughs) The more that I've achieved, the more I desire. The more success I've had, the more success I crave. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it does become a problem when it constantly feels like a chase. It does become a problem when it constantly feels like what you have is now not enough because you don't have the more that you're looking for. So I want you to be really careful on your quest for happiness. And I particularly want you to pay attention to the phrase, I'll be happy when. And I really want to suggest that you start removing that from your vocabulary and you stop convincing yourself that there's something better awaiting you down the line while in the meantime, you're missing out on the moments of your life. Because the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to get into this habit of feeling like where you are is not enough and somewhere else is the place that you're supposed to be. And then when you get somewhere else, you're still going to feel that way. And one day you're going to look back on your life and you're going to realize, wow, I missed out on so many incredible moments because I was just wishing that I was somewhere else. I was just wishing that I was further ahead. I was just believing that one day I'd be happy when I got to something or achieved something that I don't yet already have. This can be a slippery slope. I have stopped telling myself that I will be happy when, and I have decided that I'm going to choose happiness now, and I'm going to choose to love every moment of my life and appreciate every second that I am here and everything that I am doing on my quest to achieving more. But the more is not the thing that's going to make me feel different, not the smaller body, not the different job, not the great husband, not more money, not a more successful business, none of it. Things don't change the way that you feel. You change the way that you feel. You are the creator of your reality. Be careful with the perspective that you're looking at life through because it is creating your reality. And if you keep telling yourself, I'll be happy when you're robbing yourself of the permission to be happy now, and you deserve my love to be happy now. Okay. I hope that this message resonated with you. If it did, please send me a DM on Instagram. I love to hear from you guys. And again, I don't just ask that for the sake of asking. I really mean it. I think it's easy sometimes to assume that everyone just must be messaging Jessica. I don't want to be another person in her DMs bothering her. 
if I didn't want to hear from you, I wouldn't ask to hear from you. So when my messages resonate with you, it means so much that you let me know because it's an incredible way to encourage me to keep showing up for you because you're the reason that I do this. Okay. Also a reminder, if you haven't jumped into the exclusive pep talks with the queen, you want to get inside of there. We just had our first Zoom call last week. We do every other month Zoom calls for hot seat coaching, exclusive podcast episodes. I'm going to be dropping another podcast episode in there tomorrow. That will be episode number four in the month. Like I, It's like a weekly episode at this point that I am dropping $7.77 per month for bonus episodes, exclusive content, one-on-one coaching from me. It's just like going to be the best place in the world. We are turning the subscription into the most beautiful sisterhood that ever did exist. Okay. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Do something in your life now that is going to allow you to experience what you want to feel. Don't rob yourself of this moment waiting for the future. Okay. I love you. And I'll talk to you on our next episode.